Thank you, Serena and Ravina and Kim and all of you for joining us. If you haven't checked out the um, the meditation before this segment starts, uh, what is it? Eight minutes long? Seven. Seven minutes long. Seriously, folks, give that a whirl. By the third, fourth time you hear it, you actually start to start feeling a little bit different here. It's kind of weird, but don't expect miracles on the first one. But give it a little, give it a chance. Give it a little bit of a, an opportunity to start sinking in and actually doing what it's supposed to do. So really, you know what? If you're not seeing those just yet, you're cutting yourself a little bit short because it really actually helps to set the stage. And we've talked about this. It's not just about forms. If you've been on the chat, we keep emphasizing this. If people just keep showing up for forms, you're going to, and not working on the 70% of your, that counts, which is your meat suit and keeping that in alignment and, and in vibration of equity. When you get to the doors, the forms won't get you through necessarily. Believe it or not, it's more of your state of happiness. If they sense that you're a little depressed or if they sense that you're a little unsure, right? Or if they sense that you're uncertain in your ways, that tells them instantly that you haven't done enough work. They, these people, that's their primary job every day to read people like us coming in before them every day. They know when they've got a live one or not. They know when they've got someone that's done a little bit of homework and has experienced a couple of things here and there and actually has a little bit of confidence and a little bit of stability in their voice. And they can actually ask some intelligent questions if need be. Again, this actually sparks the system. This gets the system excited for your favor for once. That's why this feels so crazy. That's why this feels so, well, this can't be true. Every time I, my best friend went to court, the judge was an asshole. Well, yeah, I know. Again, we've discussed why the judge is being an asshole because we are the, we're the filthy creatures coming into his courtroom, making a big mess of stuff. Now, don't feel like a complete victim here. We all do it. So you don't have to feel like, oh, shit, yeah, I made a big mistake and I feel all alone and beside myself and everyone's going to make fun of me. Wrong. That's the beautiful thing here, loved ones, is that they did it to everyone. So you can feel special in that, right? There's a little bit of ah, deep breath. Okay, we can move forward from this. This, isn't, this. this doesn't sting as bad as I thought it might. So... Okay, so loved ones, tonight we have a stacked schedule. We are excited about this one. Again, you know, he is doing our documents right now. He's in the middle of something. So, you know, this was about, you know, tapping into the energy, me and the queens and, and you know, exercising what he has taught us. And it was just, it, it, it never ceases to amaze me. Every time I do research for this and that, equity steers me down these information and knowledgeable trails what i'm able to piece together and it's not until you start doing this for yourself that you really can put your teeth into this and this is what i'm realizing he's been doing a lot of training with me but it's not until you have to teach it that it's another story and that's why you know when we give you things we're only going to give you a little bit of it yes we're going to give you all of the the vocabulary, et cetera, but we're not going to make it like it's a handout and just fill out your name. Mm -mm. We're going to make you have to type this or have to put this in handwriting. So it's got your imprint in it. It's got your energy in it so that the words can start moving through you. The energy of equity can start, you know, getting stronger within you. So that's our goal here. And, and again, that's that energy. That's that life that the registrars, the masters, the clerks, the judges, the bailiffs, the sheriffs, and everybody in between, when they can tell you're super confident and you know stuff, believe it or not, it scares the shit out of them. 
because they actually don't know what you're capable of and they actually don't know what you're going to do. And as we start to unravel this onion, what we're really starting to pay attention to and really figure out and see for the first time, ah, here it is. Take a lawyer, for example. Here's a man or a woman that has sworn an oath to serve the bar, the, the legal people, right? It's their job to do this all day, every day for the rest of their lives, technically. So now, would they, would they not technically be a perfect candidate to express a trust to? So that they can now help to administrate things for you. They can actually help file court documents for you. I'm thinking here, loved ones, and as you're about to see in the document we're going to release today at the end of this, we're homing in on a specific lawyer. But we're doing it in trust, and we're actually going to give them the ability to entertain our proposal because it's actually very lucrative for them. They literally get to be whisked off to the side. They get to participate in something special. They get to administrate an equitable account. This is a big deal for them on the other side. This is actually you releasing a lawyer from hell as well. They're bound by all these crazy things, just like we are on this side of the fence. Once we spin the table and they become our servant, and if we do this properly, wow, have we ever got them by... The short and girlies. <laughs> yeah. So just using that as an example, and again, you're going to see in reference That's to... That's a great example. Well, it is because... Like it, there's no confusion. That was crayoned <clears throat> as much as I can crayon it. And, and, here's some, <laughs> so, and here's some supporting evidence to that statement. The Bible and scripture talks a lot about woe unto ye lawyers. What does that really mean? It means when my chosen ones, when my special ones, when my little star seeds, the meek, figure out what's going on, learn how to express a trust, trap the lawyer into being the servant, they become the go-between, they become the personal representatives, they're acting to benefit a trust they're acting to protect a trust. And as you're going to see in this document tonight, again, now loved ones, it's going to be a little bit technical. Okay. Again, this is why we're trying to get as much glossary words as we, fast as we can to you, because I know we're at episode 14. That means we're 14 days into this, but you know what? I got to start laying out some substance here and I'm going to start showing you some of the specifics that we're dealing with. And as soon as you see this document, you're going to say, oh, I see some of that hardcore language that Darren's talking about. Yeah. Right away, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I've never heard that before. And what the hell is that, right? And it'll go on and on and on and on, which is why we'll crayon it. We're going to crayon it. But that's why I want to give you the red version first, because for some of those seasoned veterans paying attention right here, they are going to recognize 94% of this. And they're going to start to feel the energy from this. And they're going to be able to start to say, whoa, I see what he's doing here. I see how he's establishing this and connecting it to that and da, 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 all through an affidavit. An affidavit on the private side is basically the same thing as a statutory declaration on the public side or on the common law side. So this special affidavit, now again, as we as I develop this, and we'll show it to you here real quick. I know we got a lot of stuff to go through, so I'm just gonna speed this right up. You're gonna see that it's kind of generically laid out because I just start, I just actually created this whole thing today that you're about to see. So, so when we say live, we mean live. So yeah, okay. So it's now, hot off the it's not even off the press. Yeah, I'm still it's I'm, on it. I'm still tweaking it. So you're going to see the in motion document. Now, again, 
uh it's still in its rough stage right i'm gonna have to massage it tweak it cut it shape it sharpen it that, that, this that, is that, where that, we need you loved ones and this is where you love ones can, yeah see this is where you can hey we're not gonna give it all to you see so, it's not like you put in your name and you go to court with it so i'm thinking just so you know <laughs> so i'm thinking over the course of the weekend let's all just chew on this affidavit real quick and let's come up with a pretty much a polished version by monday ish that way we're all on the same page now there are references to a couple pieces of legislation so you're gonna we're, we're gonna cray on that so you can find the equivalent in your neck of the woods that's actually a pretty simple deal because there's only a few of them and it's a pretty consistent thing all around the world it won't be that hard to do okay okay quicker we get through this yeah let's fly through this recap stuff <laughs> okay so i just want to say the title again because i really love saying the title why the common law is insufficient not adequate unable and unfit for the garden <laughs> we are going to be discussing some of the 35 reasons why the legal system is just a shadow if you are going to come into the garden if you want in the kingdom you leave common law at the door it has no place where you're going this is what we're trying to say so make sure you know what the house rules are going to be there's no all of a sudden you get in there and you come in with your little bag of common law uh <laughs> no that's not how it works and you're gonna be like well i didn't know i couldn't do that we're making it real clear there's two worlds two sets of laws if you don't like the maxim laws we're laying out and the ten commandments <laughs> you need to stay where you are that's the best place for you <laughs> but if you're like you know what this common law kind of sucks i really don't like the way it treats me uh it's very unfair and unjust then come absolutely we have room in the garden now we talked about a few of these common law issues and and holes within the law system so let's just i purpled a couple of them so that i can just read them to you and intent to deceive cannot be corrected so in the legal system if that happens sorry broken property or things cannot be fixed so someone comes and hurts you or breaks things ugh, that might be a problem an error or mistake cannot experience justice that's going to be a problem for what we need to do oh like if you make a mistake how can you not make it right again what kind of a system corners you so that even when you're innocent, even when you don't know better, that's the difference. When you know better, it's there's no mercy. That's fundamentally the difference here, loved ones. There's no chance for forgiveness in the common law system. Once you're a wrongdoer, you're screwed. This is going to the fifth one. Any debts, promises, or accounts cannot be received or given away. What does that mean? It means because they're not your accounts, they're somebody else's. So how much control do you expect to be able to exercise over something that's not yours? Not happening. Mm. Let's just carry on. Little refresher for you. A trust that you set up outside of the legal system can't be set up. They're trying to take away your ability to get out of the system, loved ones. Put this together. Income that you make from owned or transferred things can't happen. 
this is a great system we're a part of, isn't it? And we're fighting this. We want it back to normal. Are you kidding? (laughs) We want nothing of this old system. Carrying on, a dissolved agreement cannot be stopped. So if you're in, you're in and it plays out forever. Forever. And you cannot exercise forethought to avoid problems around your wishes for things after you die to also include your God-given and legal rights. And let's change that to equitable rights. Oh, <laughs> horrible. What's the solution? We're going to keep being clear on what you need to agree to coming into the kingdom. It's going to be the kingdom's house rules restored. They were always there. Is this the wrong people got in and they made a muck of his kingdom, of his garden? That's why a lot of us have to go in and clean it up. And that takes a special type of individual. Again, that takes someone with just some exceptional skills. And I think that's why you're all here right now. And loved ones close to you that are just paying attention over there, but they still have that, well, I'll just wait and see what happens to you. And then I'll decide, right? That attitude. There's millions of those people out there just waiting. And you know what? I don't blame them, right? When Jesus was saying, hey, step out of the boat into the rough seas. Come on with me. Trust me. And how many of them actually did it? Uh, see, it's a tough go. So again, this is where we need to be patient, loved ones, and just always maintain a positive, happy demeanor. Don't let that shit negative attitude get you down. We Great got- time for a shout out for Lady Teresa about always being positive and trusting. Yeah. So yeah, thank absolutely. you for that. Okay. So this is why we want to give a real quick recap on the maxims. Okay. You felt the energy of that? Ugh, yuck. Let's talk about... What we're trying to introduce, feel this now, loved ones. Equity delights to do justice and not by halves. Crayon that. Equity will always do what's in the best and complete interest and good for all parties involved. All parties are going to leave happy. That sounds good. Equity acts in personum or persons. This was confusing for some of our loved ones, but please explain. Or against persons. Yeah, this is where... Because equity is a force all its own. It is above the fictions of the dead world. It is something completely powerful. So it has the ability to control persons. Caesar's little game pieces. Totally different set of rules. Two different worlds. One is completely everything. And the other one is completely nothing without a little bit of the first one. So how does that maxim actually read? The law is... No, here it is. Equity is everything without the law, and the law is nothing without equity. So there you go. Equity smashed it on both ends. Because it plays in both worlds. It's a dynamite little system they got going here. Absolutely. So, carrying on. Equity sees that is done what ought to be done. This means in the garden, in the kingdom, that equity will always assume the right and full execution of what should have been done. That if you said you were going to do something, that you did it, and you did it to the best of your ability. And if you're not of full ability, again, hey, that's what the courts of the justices and the judges are here for. They're here to help. And there's another equity coming down the pipeline here that reinforces that. Enforces that. We'll talk about that in a bit, too. Equity does not require an idle gesture. 
So equity is going to help and aid those pursuing justice and trying to make the world a better place. Again, that's we're always talking about the meek here. The meek are the ones doing equity. It doesn't necessarily mean a, a an old man or woman living under a bridge drinking out of paper bag wine bottle stuff kind of scenario. No, that's not what the meek are. That's not who the meek are. Wow, I went to the associated the meek with a bottle well, I'm just saying, you know, under a bridge, but you know, poor, <laughs> poor people on the street. No, again, that's not what this is talking about. Uh, we've talked about that before. Someone who's jumped into this program, someone who wants to know what the legal system is all about, someone who wants to figure out why, why do the bankers always seem to always win? They never lose ever. That doesn't seem to be, why do I have to go to a lawyer to tell me what my rights are? How come I don't know that myself? Something's just not sitting right with any of this stuff. So this is more meek is more about vibration. Loved Absolutely. Ones. That's what we're talking about. We're looking for a certain vibration. And the more you tune into equity, anything about you that is out of alignment with that vibration is going to start shaking. Yeah, you get kind of smacked back into shape real quick if you're paying attention. Or it's going to make you clear on vibrations that you are holding that you need to release. It's an incredibly cleansing process. Like you've done, you've done these, you know, these liver cleanses and these kidney cleanses and these all these other kinds of cleanses. This is the grandmother of all mm, mm, mm. cleanses. Energetic cleanse. This, this, is, this is the big one. Love them. And number 10, he who comes into equity must come with clean hands. We talk about this all the time. Okay. So yeah, if you've got a mask on and you've got a costume on, you've got gloves on and you intend to do harm. And you're and a monster. You're, you're a Frankenstein. Oh yeah. That's, that's actually legitimately how the legal world sees us. That's not a joke. That's just not make believe in me. Idiots. Lunatics. It, it's, it's not this whole legal construct, this whole structured thing is not what we were led to believe it is. Again, that's a big part of the deceit or the trickery that's going on here. Okay, so we are going to talk about a few more deficiencies, loved ones. Again, we're going to keep pounding this common law horse. We have to. We're going to have people that get to the gate. They're going to have their little bag of common law and they're going to want to bring it in. And we're going to no, no, no. And they're going to be like, but why not? <laughs> Please see these following videos. <laughs> yeah. Again, there's a reason why uh, if you just pay particular attention to scripture and I, I know the other religious texts around the world were, are saying the same thing. Yes, yes, yes. In spirit. But here's the main difference. Our legal system as we live it is technically based on the King James Bible or the Geneva Bible, one of the two. That's what's actually going on here. Again, this is why the judges have a Bible in every courtroom. That is the fundamental premise that creates the whole world that we live in. Okay, so let's go through the 11th um, deficiency that is in the Gibson's um, Chancery book. Number 11, a trust fund could not be impounded. Red version, please. Yeah, that's saying that they're really not going to, they're not going to negotiate. They're not going to take cognizance. They're not going to recognize. They're not going to give a shit about your trust at all. Huh. Well, that kind of sucks. I then, don't even know if I need to agree on that. How, how do, well, that doesn't sound right because equity says here that equity is going to prevail. Clerk, and I'm trying to tell you equity is going to prevail and that clerk's sitting there shaking her head. No, we're still not. We're not presenting it properly. It's not that equity will not prevail. Of course it will. But she still sees you wearing your your costume. 
and she will not let imposters and fraudsters into judges' chambers. She can get into big trouble for that. So she's not going to risk her job doing that. So the crayon version of that is your God-given inheritance and legal rights. So both of them cannot be taking, taken into the custody of the court. It won't help you. So number 12, a specific performance. This is common law. A, a, a specific performance could not be decreed. Specific performance, loved ones, is huge because once we put that birth certificate, made a lot more special than when we found it, once we put that thing into suggested lawyer's hands, now you can demand in return, hey, dance. I run the production now. This whole Hollywood set, it belongs to me. And you are now the actors. You actually have to follow whatever my script says. And as a matter of fact, scripture says, just don't kill them. You can do anything else. Just don't kill them. It's like, well, okay, I guess that's a fair shake again. In the movies, when Dwayne Johnson, the rock, you know, gets hit in the face with a big log. Well, that's fair game in this world. Your personal representative might get, you know, she might get hit by a fallen tree. And that's all okay. She can't turn around and complain. They can't file a lawsuit against you. No, none of that. You're protected, and now they're not. Specific performance is going to come up a lot in our paperwork, love funds. So I, I took it upon, you know, divergence to kind of really break this down a little bit more for you so we could crayon this. So let's just break down a little bit more of specific performance. So that's when there's two parties that agree on something and one defaults on that. And the judge goes, naughty, naughty, you messed up, make it right. Okay, that's, that's specific performance. And what this is saying is that in common law, when, when that person's supposed to make this right, it might not happen. Yeah, they don't enforce it at all. Specific performance is not a thing in the legal world. It's very rarely ever heard of. It's a fancy word for making it right. <laughs> There's a crayon version of it. When your servant is acting properly and serving the trust's best interest, that's a good example of good specific performance. When, the, when all the parties are doing the duties that they're supposed to be doing. Okay, so let's go into number 13. And again, a lot of this language is going to be in the paperwork, loved ones. There's a reason why we're going over this. So number 13 talks about an equitable partition. partition of land cannot be had. Can you explain that in record? Okay, if you have any construction experience, you'd understand how when you frame a wall out of two by fours, 16 inches on center, eight foot studs, you go to stand up that wall, that wall is a partition. It might separate this room from that room. So the at-law common law system is not going to let you throw up a firewall to protect you from the legal system. Oh, shit. Well, that's no good. I need better protections than that. But nope, legal land, common law says, no, we're not going to let you build that wall. We're not going to let you separate yourselves from your common problem. That even, even if you're entitled to it. So even if these are your walls dividing of the property so if you're for instance in a business with someone and you're entitled to a certain portion ah, uh, you go into you buy a house with somebody and you're entitled to 50 50 might not be 50 50 
yeah, somebody they, might be able to get 100% of it. That's why there's injustices all the time. And this is primarily stemming from this problem. Again, we actually don't own anything like we think we do. All we, our best position is we're renters. We rent everything for our whole, whole life. That's all that's really going on here, loved ones. We've never technically owned anything. It's all been an illusion. Mm-hmm. That's why they can take it away. Okay, so number 14. I said, I, I literally sat there and rocked myself during this one. Because this one, this one's a little bit deep because we're going to start, start talking about mortgages and it's not the mortgage that you necessarily think of. This is where we're going to start changing the terminology and and your understanding of how you have been programmed and trained to get words. So number 14 talks about a deed could not be declared a mortgage. Do you just even look at that loved ones? Just read that. A deed cannot be declared a mortgage. I am versed in this language. And I was like, whoa. And this, these, these few words probably took me 45 minutes today just to get my head around it to the point where I was like, Darren, this one's heavy. This one was not even a waterfall. This is like Niagara trying to go into a straw. And he saw me. There was sometimes I was like, Mm, not crayon enough. Nope, nope, nope. So we really spent some time on this one so you can get your brain around it because there's mortgages all over the paperwork on this. Okay, so let's talk about the red version. A deed cannot be declared a mortgage. Okay, so again, a deed is a special writing. These usually involve land transfers or like say buying a home or a property, things of this nature, something pretty important. So the deed is special. Why? Well, primarily because it's duly executed or it's big write that down circle it or it's duly endorsed it's duly conveyed it's duly delivered it's duly 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 what's the duly all about that's you as the man and woman and the person if you don't put duly in front of this you are only showing up in person you have to capture all of it that's presumed by the court and the entire legal system as we know it can't get around that one. That's just the way it is. So by here suggesting that you're coming in two capacities, the person you're acting in that thing's interests and you're serving your own equitable interests over here, that completely changes the game when it comes to written instruments. Dooley is actually protecting the other whole private set of rights that we're talking about. Why? Because you establish them the moment you say there's two systems or there's a duality going on here. So this is very important. So the deed, these special papers or these special writings over here created in equity could not be declared a mortgage. Now, the declared a mortgage part is interesting here, and here's why. We actually don't technically own the title to any of this stuff. That's Including wh- your house. That's why we can't create the deeds properly. That's why we can't mortgage things in equity because we don't have the ability to even create this stuff. Again, persons have zero property rights. Persons have zero ability to even create proper deeds. Now, here's where it gets interesting. The legal system kind of has their own little version of deeds. It's going to look like an equitable deed. It's going to have a lot of the similar language. But when you made this one in person, guess what? It's not an equitable deed. It kind of looks and smells like one, but it's not. 
This is where we need to have these equity eyes that we're talking about. This is why we need to be able to sniff out these subtle differences in the paperwork and in all these crazy freaking things we're going to have to read here in the next little bit. Again, these sneaky lawyers and politicians and bankers, they've got about a two and a half thousand year head start on us. So the fact that we've caught up to them this quick within one within one ish generation, that alone blows my mind. And I'm thankful again, and I say this once in a while, and I'm grateful for everybody's input here. If you're just getting started, that doesn't matter to me. You could potentially be the one that changes everything. I don't know. Nobody here knows. And that's why I just appreciate everybody's efforts. Because this, this, this isn't just the Darren show or the Divergence show or the Dean show or the Carl Lentz show. That's not what this is, loved ones. It's all of us. Okay. So I'm going to do my best to cry on this. A deed cannot be declared a mortgage. So a deed is basically your ability to express your estate. That, you know what? I was tricked. I'm over in this world, but I know this world exists. Okay, so you being able to say that and you being able to say, you know what? I also know there's a big estate over here too. And you guys have been tricking me and I've just been borrowing money off of this, but I actually want to access it. Common luck goes, mm. because you're a person, you don't have that ability. You have to go through what we call a bank. Persons are for, banks are for persons. They're your intermediaries. They're the ones who go and attach to your estate and then bleed you a small percentage of it a very high penalty <laughs> okay so this is what this is trying to say and where common law screws us we actually get happy that we get approved for our mortgages now look at the insanity of that going back oh thank you for giving me a portion of my god-given inheritance at four percent for the next 35 years. Wow. We got fucked loved ones. Yeah, I said it. Hashtag that. So what's that mean? I was like, just twitching on this one. I was like, Darren, let's break this down more, please. You just continue. Okay, yeah, here we go. Yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna roll. I'm all fired up. Okay, so a mortgage and equity is the man or woman benefiting. This is when you were connected to your state and what you were entitled to, not the bank. The bank doesn't have a cord to you. This is the part of the matrix where they have us hooked up and where they keep us renewing. If you were approved for a mortgage of 25 years, why do you have to renew it for every five years? We've talked about this. They keep you under the seven to renew your contract so they don't have to pay it off in seven. Dirty rats. <laughs> So that's not fair. So we're just, we've gotten, they've trained us to thank the bank when they approve us. Yeah, they usually, make us wait. Yeah, usually it's some kind of celebration, right? Everyone's all having parties and balloons and popcorn and all kinds of and the awesome bank stuff. Is just <laughs> yeah. rich little shits. Anyways, so this is a big one. I highlighted this one. Common law is suggesting they will not take anything 
such as your birth certificate and declare it a mortgage and equity. They're taking away your ability to say, I made a mistake. Yeah, this is huge, loved ones. That's so dirty. wrong yeah, that's dirty. in all dimensions, places and time. And this is why there's a lot of light stepping forward right now going, you monsters right now, you persons are going into a pit and a hole that eventually you're not going to be able to get out of. We need some of you to awaken, to realize you need to take your blinders off a little bit to realize, wow, what we thought was, isn't, and even what we thought was going to save us isn't. And thinking common law that you can beat Caesar with his own laws. Come on now. Why do you think they say the house always wins? We tried for almost 15 years. Dean did three and a half years in jail. I did a, I did a little chunk myself, all trying to figure this all out the hard way. For example, judge asks, if I'm appearing in court today, I'm standing right there. I'm not answering to that name. So he looks right over my head and says, is uh, Darren Clifford in the courtroom today? I'm still silent. Well, then he issues a warrant for my arrest, and I'm standing right in front of him. See? How odd is that? Kind of strange. So I don't recommend staying silent. I recommend getting ahead of the game, and we'll talk about this real quick, filing your own complaint, filing your own claim, filing a counterclaim. Da, 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 da. We can help with this, loved ones. It's pretty quick. It's pretty simple. It's easier than we thought, but at least it levels the playing field and gives you a fighting chance. They take our rights and they hide them in our own birth certificate, loved ones. Under a mortgage. And, and then they make us protect it. Yeah, here's the thing, right? When you get Ugh. your when you get your birth certificate, they tell you, here, keep this in a safe place. It's super special because we don't keep it safe so you don't give it back to us. So we're thinking, okay, yeah, I'm going to hide it under my bed. Wrong. Guess what, loved ones? There is no such thing as a safe place out in the public. There's not. So then where is the safe place? Guess what? Send it to the judge. Pay that thing into court. Let them hold it in their vault. Do you think someone's going to screw with it there? Uh-uh. Wouldn't that be a safe place to, to, to hold it? Not even in your safety deposit box in the bank. That's not a safe place either. Why? Because it's at the bank. Send it to the judge. Send it to, to the judiciary. That's the safest place for this thing. But no one ever thought of doing this. So again, they take our rights. They hide it in our own birth certificate. So in other words, they trick us to fill out the paperwork, which we do. We're so excited about our new little born being born. And here's our prints and the DNA and all that stuff. And then because we abandon it, they go and capture that child's interest. And they do it all legally because by filling up that paperwork, we entered them into the game. Brutal. And then make us think we should be honored to be part of the game. So here at the end of the day, this is what we're going to do, loved ones. They used a mortgage against us. They let us equitably cut our own heads off. Like now we're running around like little chickens with nothing, right? We're just so confused. And now we sign up for that crazy social insurance program when we're about 16. This is all happening under a mortgage. Now, 
the the common law says you're not allowed to fix it by tampering with that mortgage period equity says yeah right <laughs> let them declare that mortgage that public mortgage that person mortgage let a man or woman who's been you know redeemed let them declare that public mortgage to be a mortgage in equity what's the difference well now you're the one either paying the mortgage or you're the one getting paid by the mortgage that's the difference creditor debtor we literally swip or we, we switch places it's a big deal that's again that's the subrogation part that we've talked about in the past and just even look at that declared a mortgage when you're declared a mortgage you're something that something or someone can profit off of yeah so again this is where benefit like, this is ugh. where this is where it benefits both parties though on the equity side because we flip this equitable this mortgage into equity they get to benefit technically and so do we all parties are happy that's when you're outside of the game loved ones and you're watching your little play piece go around the board but you're not in the game that's the difference it's huge okay so let's just keep going on a few more deficiencies of the common law number 15 title to land could not be effectually quieted like just again read that so let's just go at this one backwards quieted loved ones keyword here what does that one mean that means shh. that means imagine your person is out in the public mob it's loud it's bloody it's dirty it smells bad the it's, arena it's chaos out there that's the public arena that's that's what rome and that's what all these hollywood movies are trying to tell us so how do you go get your character out of the mob and bring it back over here quietly so nobody notices your person sneaking away and running down some back alleys hoping no one's chasing it so that it can get to a land of safety and then that person is now not part of the mob now that person's quiet that person's no longer in the mob that person can now transform. That person can now do some new things. The common law suggesting, yeah, no, we're not gonna let you escape. We're not gonna let you run away. We're not gonna let you try to, you know, become a better thing. No, common law won't let us do any of that. It keeps you in the public. Even read the crayon version of it. A person, there's a common word that keeps coming up, persons. That just lets you know which arena you're in. And again, it's very important whenever you are in the, the system, whenever you are talking to a judge, whenever you're putting these kind of things is to make sure that you identify yourself properly. Yeah, that's why they're always gonna ask you for identification or ask to see your identification. That's the first thing you need to do for everything in your life, except when you walk into court. That's the only time they're not going to ask to see your ID. And that's kind of funny if you think about it. Again, I talked about that one about six or eight months ago. Bit of a can of worms hiding their loved ones, but think about it. It's kind of strange, don't you think? Okay, so when we were talking about land in this last one here, okay, when it says title to land could not be effectually quieted, we didn't have land on our vocabulary. But my team said, go check out land. And so did this one. So we did. So he was doing his research. I was doing my research. Notice what came up in the Black's Law second edition. Now we all know land is meadows and pastures. And most people would go, period. 
Well, when you got equity eyes, read what it says on the next bullet point. The word land includes not only the soil, but everything attached to it. And then notice it can be such as trees, roots, blah, 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 or by the hand of man. Oh, that saying man can attach land to you, make you something else. And when you get attached, when it's tagged, Darren and I were talking about this, you know, the whole subrogation of it, when you go and you tag somebody in the process of what we're doing, they can't get out of it. No, they can't. We were, we were tagged right from birth. As soon as we came out, we were squirted out. Boom. You got a fingerprint. You're tagged. That's it. Now again. In the waiting pool for processing. But we all have the option to dispose of that and tag your it. Stick it on someone else. Because that would be fair, correct? Yes. This is what equity is going to allow us to do. So, all is fair in love and equity. So... <laughs> So what's the, who's the best party to receive our legal things? Well, we're thinking legal barristers, lawyers, attorneys, and things of that nature. Now I'm thinking at the end of the day here, if the scripture is telling us, woe unto ye lawyers, that tells us to concentrate and focus on the lawyers, get them to do all the legal stuff, trap them in a trust. Cause once they're trapped in the trust, guess, guess what loved ones, they can't get out. They're locked down until this happens. Hey, your honor. Uh, may I bring a, a humble motion before the court for the appointment of new trustees because I'm getting old and I can't act as trustee for this one anymore. I need to retire. So please replace me with another one. Boom. That's the only time your trust is not going to be with a trustee and it'll be naked for about three seconds. Because a trust can't fail for want of a trustee. Another maxim. Boom. It's a big one. Lay that ones. one down. It's huge. All right. Moving on. Here we go. Darren's definition of land. Well, explain this one's meaty. I'm just going to not even touch this one. Okay, so put any highlights. It's, it's the one I borrowed out of the Manitoba Real Property Act for just a moment. Hang but, tight. But okay, land means it's massages, tenements, hereditaments, corporeal and incorporeal rights of every kind of description, whatever the estate or interest therein, and whether they are legal or equitable, together with all paths, passages, ways, watercourses, liber liberties. Oh. Privileges. Okay. So we briefly talked about rights for about two words right there. Somewhere in the middle between liberties and privileges is all the rights that we're searching for right there. And easements. So what's an easement? Okay. So anyway, point being almost every word in here is going to be, have to be in our glossary because this is a little over the top. Most, most nine-year-olds aren't going to know what most of these words are. I like are. how they mix liberties in with all trees and timber. Yeah. Like how, how does liberties get mixed in with trees? It's kind of strange. But again, this is this is them hiding stuff. It's kind of funny. So everything to do with the trees and the timber and the mines and the minerals and the court, da, 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 and it goes on. But see how they cleverly hide something very important right in the middle of that statement of land. Who would have known that land technically means everything? Because everything came from the land and everything's going to go back to the land. And when we talk everything, everything. we're also talking about your imagination everything what literally everything what do you mean divergence what do you mean land is in my imagination it's an idea if you look at what a, what corporeal or incorporeal hereditaments means means one of these things is real and when the other thing is in our mind 
So if we're talking about our mind, we're talking about all of spirit, really. So boom, how do you quantify that in a legal description? You can't. Well, let's crayon it. That At least we can do that for you. So this means that if you think and you believe and your programming has taught you that this birth certificate means you're of the land and from the land, all the land things that you can be tricked into acting as such. And we were. That's why what we thought was land is water. We, what, the, the foundation, the basis of everything we have built our belief system on isn't there. And that, hence the illusion. Okay, so we, you may, you're going to start hearing something called a quieted title. What is a quieted title, Darren? Okay, so yeah, we just talked about this a moment ago. This is where we literally take our little game piece. We take it off the board quietly when the banker's not looking, right? I used to do this to Dean all the time when I played Monopoly with him. When he used to have to go pee and he'd have to leave the game, you don't think I was taking $500 bills out from the bank and slipping them under my pile? Of course I was. What? I was out to win. I didn't care. Darren. I'm glad you've come a long way. <laughs> so quieted title. Again, the common law is not going to give us the chance to fix our problem. Quieting our title, removing it from the public, all secretly, all quietly, privately, don't let anybody know what's going on, except for those who are part of this thing. No one's going to know what the hell you're doing. And that's why it's important that we kind of stay private in the background to the best of our abilities, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so number 16, waste. And we're not going to really go into that terminology, even though it's in the vocabulary, but this is a big one. Trespasses. Like what we did when we did the SIN number and birth certificate and other violations of rights could not be stayed. Again, I... The, the, Okay so, terminology. so okay so hang on so forgive us our trespasses and our whatever the hell else however it goes but now they're saying trespasses cannot be stayed so which one is it pick one either you're going to forgive us of our trespasses or you're not oops we all made a mistake so Kamala is saying is if you get hurt by someone who breaks the law or someone oversteps their authority have we not seen that lately loved ones it can't be stopped. No, and if they do stop it, here's all they do to fix it. Here, take your take your fifteen hundred dollars as damages. You'll never hear me use the word damages. Why? Because it's a completely legal term. And and how do they use it to screw us? Well, here's an example: workers' compensation. You got to pay these extra insurance premiums so that you can go to work every day safely. My brother Dean cuts his finger off when he's eighteen years old. He got fifteen hundred bucks for that one. <laughs> Equity would have said, are you kidding me? That young man was meant to be one of the world's greatest pianists. Pianist. <laughs> pianist. He, he, how, how can $1,500 compensate that young man now? See? <laughs> Equity would have said, are you effing kidding? $1,500 for a finger? Not likely. But the common law says, oh, yeah, that's absolutely adequate. Why? Because you're a dead person rock, walking around with no rights. And you, you're lucky we're giving you 1500 bucks. Now shut up and sit down. They actually have a book, like in BC, an ICBC book, where if you lose like a leg or you get paralyzed, like they just go through a book. Oh, you're entitled to this map. It doesn't matter who you are 
or what happened or what situation you're in everyone gets the same pail see this is again now let's let's just talk about this real quick okay darren so when you're saying you're not going to drive with the driver's license and you're not insured and registered and all that all that stuff and you kill a family who's going to pay for that well okay let's talk about that for a moment yep on the legal side dead families worth how much i don't know they've got a formula for that they might give the surviving spouse or the surviving child an insurance check for x amount of money and if you want you know what go look at the amount of what that x amount is and it's rather insulting are you kidding i just lost my whole family and the insurance company is going to pay me out five million dollars i don't even think it's that much are you are you effing nuts you just equated all of that love and potential to fun equity would have said yeah not an effing chance this is what equity would have done okay i just killed a family in a car crash whoever's left over whoever survives equity would now say little sally sue whatever you need for the rest of your life you just ask and it's done you will want for nothing boom you will want for nothing and i mean get creative girl i just wrecked your life and it's the least i can do to make it the best i can until the day i die and then after that i'm going to pass that interest on to my heir and successor so that they can also help you because i feel so bad having taken all of that from you there's no way i can replace that but here you literally have access to my entire estate whatever i got access to so do you that would be fair and even that not even fair but that's that's as close it's as more just you, you can't make taking a life fair but that's the closest thing you can do for it unfortunately we have to boil it down to money or until we can clone people again and you can just i don't know if that's such a good idea either point being equity is going to give us the option to do a lot better than what the legal system does okay so number 17 there's more on that topic coming i know that was very exciting for some of you and we'll get back to that i promise so number 17 a forfeiture oh this is another really big word so write this one down loved ones because you got to get to know this one because a forfeiture penalty could not be relieved against so forfeiture is basically saying when you're forced to give something up whether it's because you don't know how to keep it or someone with more power just came in and took it one of the two that's technically what a forfeiture is so this is why there's a, a particular maxim dedicated to this particular problem. Equity hates when a forfeiture happens. Equity hates it when you're 16 years old, they're about to sign your life away. Pledge under a death pledge. You just, you just signed up for death for the rest of your life. Which is known as a mortgage. A mortgage is a death pledge. Equity hates that. Equity, equity's heart just breaks every time every one of us does this and Satan's sitting in the background rubbing his little greedy hands and our father is up there crying. So crayon version of this loved ones is when there's negligence. So somebody knew better. Someone gets hurt. Someone you love or yourself or when the, the law is just broken within the whole system that the the system the law that's in place to protect those ones yeah we can't make it right or compensate the hurt parties big difference in the words here between compensation and damages two entirely different things either way still brutal still brutal on all on all counts listen to that this is why when you hear about these stories of just how did that happen this is why because in 
again, the whole legal system, it's a big Swiss cheese. There's holes everywhere, landmines. And when you step into one of these holes, unfortunately, there's a lawyer that are waiting for you. Oh, they design it. Right. So it's a hole down the path you go and boom, you need a lawyer. Boom. You just hit one roadblock after another. Number 18. Again, read this terminology. If you just read this, you won't get it the same way as ones that's explained in red and green. A set off. Another huge word, loved ones. This is again where I was like, oh, Darren, you say this word all the time. I got to get our loved ones around this one. It can't be obtained. What does that mean? A set off is an equitable remedy. It only happens when you're redeeming something. When you're coming forward with something of value that trumps that shitty situation you were in. That sets the stage so that you can set off a little explosion in the background where when the dust settles, oh, things are not the same anymore. The legal system will not allow you to set off anything. What sets off debt? Not debt. No, it's not more debt. What is it? Uh Aha. A perfected security interest in a certificated security as collateral attached to an affidavit and delivered to a third party under a trust that extinguishes debt put that security in a nice little envelope and send it off i know that wasn't very crayon but the point is is that the common law system does not even allow us to do this the common law system will not allow us to save ourselves at all you can't trump monopoly money with monopoly money so let's crayon this a set off is when something bad happens a mistake. We all have made mistakes with our birth certificate. We're not allowed to come forward as the proper party once we come to knowledge of this and allowed the ability to make it right or get compensated. Again, we get screwed. Do you see why number 18 could be a problem for us moving forward, loved ones? Set off is, again, I was mentioning it the other day, set off is one of our major remedies that we're seeking. It's going to be in your paperwork. It's a big deal. So we're going to want to highlight that one. Absolutely. Number 19. Okay, this is another big one. Land could not be redeemed from a mortgage. Here's the thing. When you're dead, you're not entitled to redeem shit all. Why is that? Well, again, as we've said here a hundred times now, zero property rights means you can't redeem yourself of your wrongdoing, means you're made to suffer all of the penalties now for the rest of your life, whether it's a mortgage, a car loan, uh, federal taxation, provincial taxation, and the list is about a million items long. You can't escape any of it. So see, when it says redeemed from a mortgagee, guess who the mortgagee is? Banks not you. You're the mortgagor. So what this is saying, loved ones, is the banks will not allow your property rights to be made right again. Or to come into your hands or your possession. They're demanding control of your God-given inheritance. All the time. I hope that's pissing you off, loved ones. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty (sighs) brutal. Idis was looking at Darren. I'm like, are you I'm going to beep myself. So, okay, so, are you kidding me? Okay, so here you go again. Horrible. When we were talking earlier about that thing we signed when we're 16 years old, that thing under a mortgage, now the at-law common law system will not allow us to fix that 
primary mistake. So when we're doing a paperwork, loved ones, remember when I talked about yesterday, how when we're going to take the common law and flip it where we can redeem our mortgage, we can set off. This is where we're going to start spinning the language. So we use it to our benefit. This is why we're showing you what you have. So you can put into a document what you want. Okay. All right. Number 20, a lien on realty. So funny. The, the whole glossary, when you put it through your computer, it doesn't like this word. Of course it doesn't. <laughs> it always wants to change it to realty, to sell it. Imagine that. But a lien on realty could not be enforced. Most liens of any general description are going to be in the favor of the beneficiary, right? Problem is, in the public side, you can't be the beneficiary because you're the dead guy running around instead. Ah, you're stuck in the trustee position. You can't even really technically file liens. Although, I'll be honest with you, loved ones, Dean made a mess of the system with his lien process. I'll just tell you that right now. It made so many people jump on that bandwagon and there was some crazy stuff that happened from all of that. So again, I'm going to say that there's a little bit better ways to be solving our problems than Dean wanted to lean everything. And he was leaning everything. He, he, I'll tell you right now, he, he got called up into a bank meeting with some high-end bank officials uh, back in Manitoba. This is going back 10 years or better where they sat him down and, you know, they, brought him some water and everyone's wearing fancy suits and this, that, and the other. And Dean showed them their, his paperwork. And they said, okay, we got to send this to our head office in Toronto. Two weeks later, the paperwork comes back and says, yeah, we'll take that. Just tell him to get a court order first. Dean and loved ones. Dean had liens in the hundreds of millions of dollars. And the, and the bank's actually telling him, once you deposit those special interest, interest items with us, we can guarantee you 30% on your money. Oh, that's better than 4%. Oh, Dean said he almost shit his pants. Because again, he's the accountant wizard math guy. He knows way more about that shit than I do. But even I got, even I understood it when he came back and told me that one. How did that story end? Did Dean ever go get the court order? No. Oh. Better things to do, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but again, when you know that there's this timing behind yeah. everything. And, and, and to be honest with you, we didn't have, we didn't have the skills to fully synchronize that one and reap those rewards but we got the ball rolling and we got some very interesting results back so you know continuing so if you've heard of a lean before how we have been trained and programmed to understand it is this is a protection that's in place where if you have a property and someone tries to screw you that they can't go and do something behind your back okay so that's how we need to wrap our brains around what a lien is. So what it's saying is that the protection that's in place for your personal, okay, we know what that means, and your equitable property can't be carried out. They're not going to help you at all. Common law is saying, yeah, so when it comes to your, you know, the things that you own in the game and your God-given rights and inheritances, yeah, we're not sure we can do anything. So you can that. already see loved ones, right? We're at number 20 of 35. So we got 15 more of these things to go, but see how it's already redundant. It pisses me off so bad that by the time I get through 10, defining 10 of these deficiencies, I'm like, Darren, I got, I have to infuse maxims. I'm going to squirrel. Yeah, I just, 
it's just you, you, such an irritant. Yeah, you, you're, you're actually getting kind of pissed off. So <laughs> that's why we're going to just talk about a few things as far as terminology. There's some words that came in that we wanted to include in your glossary for today because Darren brought up a very good point today as I was going through this on the last definition about being forced to do something and then it being enforced. You're going to see this with the things you got to put in your, on your face and the things you have to put in your body. So when you think about, I'm going to force you to do something versus I'm going to enforce you to do something. Clearly there's a difference. And this is where we smelled some trick trickery, some word fuckery as we, we love to call it. So this is where we start, went and we looked up the definition of force. So Darren, I'll let you explain that, please. So force in its greater sense is power dynamically considered, dynamically considered. And that's an interesting way of saying it. That is in motion or in action, constraining power, compulsion, strength directed to a certain end. Usually the word occurs in such connections as to show that unlawful or wrongful action is meant. You better do this or else kind of a threat. So now enforce means to put something into execution. Boom. To cause to take effect. Done. To make it effective as to enforce a writ or a judgment or the collection of a debt or fine. So what we're doing here, loved ones, is we are using our present force of spirit, guiding light, power from above, as God, our creator in heaven, as his or her children. We're using that power to now create a force. And that force is literally us walking around on the planet all day. We're a force all by ourselves. Now we express our equitable interests. We do all this crazy stuff I'm talking about with the birth certificate. And now it sets the stage so that we can enforce our rights. This is actually about us taking our power back. Remember, mom and dad set the stage for our power was just dangling there. And then we show up when we're 16 and we say, yep, I want no interest in that power. And we gave it all to the state. I don't want to be in the kiddie pool anymore. I want to go into the game. Big mistake, loved ones. Okay. So we, by taking our power back, this is the thing. This is why they can do whatever they want to us right now. We are subject to the rules and conditions. We gave them our dominion. We are subject and yoked to their rules. Shut up and put up. We'll get to that in a bit. So we're going to change that. We're going to now use our present force to execute, to enforce because we're executing it so that someone else takes on the duties and obligations of being the trustee. We no longer want to be the trustee. You don't want to be the piece on the game anymore. So consider for just a moment when we're incapacitated, that means you have no capacity. And if you got no capacity to do something, you know what that means, right? You can't do it at all, if that, less than all. So when we take on this person, when we put on that Halloween costume and we get into that hole in the ground, six feet deep into a wooden box, and someone starts to shovel dirt over us, that's where we're spending our lives right now. But along comes subrogation salvation 
resurrection, recurrence, whatever you want to call it. So that person that used to be running around out there in the commercial world while we're living our life in a box, subrogation allows us to switch positions. That dead thing now goes in the box six feet underground. Isn't that where it belongs? So this 3D power, all these uniforms walking around telling you what you can say and what you can do and slapping tickets on your forehead. Guess what? We the, the garden you're walking into, the kingdom doors and how things are going to operate there. It's based on spirit. A lot different. Totally different feel. Can you even imagine what's the complete opposite of our lives right now? Can you see spirit beating you with a stick to obey its laws? Like, stop it. It's absurd. And yet we live in a system where that's accepted. We and get she- mad about it and we have protested. We sign little things saying that's not right. <laughs> Which, come on now. We got a trumpet. This is why the deception was so devious. This is why the deception was so, so massive. And brilliant. And, oh, it, like applause be, to the programmers. Yeah, well done. Beyond brilliant. Like the energy that's gone into this, again, it's so beyond what I believe mankind is capable of. All of this came from somewhere else. That's why higher powers had to step in and enlighten the ones doing their work that were in vibration, that were the the, the cream of the, the Petri dish. So that they could feed those ones to bring to light this information and then to put it out in those of of a similar vibration that were programmed to activate when they heard it came online. Even though you don't understand a lot of these words, why does it kind of make you feel good? Isn't that kind of strange? Something you sort of kind of really don't understand sort of makes you smile and feel good and feel happy for a little bit. And as you're listening to it, you're like, yeah, I totally get that. And then when it comes to repeating it, you're like, It, you can't even for like your soul knows, but then the underdeveloped part of yourself is like, yeah, I don't really have language for that right now. And again, the lack of language is just because you haven't been exposed to it for 30 years. Like I have, that's all. Or 10 months. So again, don't let that get you down. Okay. I, I keep saying that loved ones, even though you're just starting, you're in the best position yet because you haven't invested 25 years trying to figure this shit out, beating your head against a wall, going to jail, losing your family, that, 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 and the list goes on. But what you do know is the resonance of the information that you are hearing right now and seeing. This is of a different vibration. We're trying to say here that at divergence, we go to spirit, source, father, whatever you want to call that higher power. And we're using the courts to enforce our dominion while we still can. Yeah, because pretty- dominate over corporations and persons. This is where when you get your dominion back, literally, you can get a person to do anything you want. If you want a person to suicide itself off a bridge, uh, technically, you have the power to do it. And does that civil servant literally have to jump off the bridge? Yes. What's Dan talking about? Well, let us explain, loved ones. Private women and men can enforce persons. So people in the system. So once you're in the kingdom, in the garden, you can tell any person in the actual game, the matrix to do anything you want. You have dominion and power over anyone in the game. 
think about that. That's why it's critical that all of us loved ones doing this stuff have a decent heart and a decent mind, and you're not a complete lunatic. Why do you think we guard the garden so much? Because we're about to walk into such extreme levels of power and influence and wealth. Might as well throw that one in there. That if you are a shithead or if you're an asshole, you can do incredibly big damaging things with what you're about to have here. That's why it's important that we kind of filter we kind of screen. We want to see you get out of the shadows. All of a sudden, no one's lights work anymore in their house. We Fascinates want- me when it's time for filming. <laughs> we- it's show up. This is why we want to see you. You want to come through the garden gates. Do you actually think you're just going to submit your paperwork and us not feel you and know who you are and what your love vibrational meter is at? That's one of the first things we're going to feel. It's 70% of the test. Yeah, it's it's a big part. And again, don't feel intimidated by that because the judges were going to do it to you anyway. Again, they got your entire life at their fingertips and they're just waiting to see if you're a belligerent or if you're coming in peace or not. That's going to determine whether you go through or not. Not how much shit of Darren's that you can regurgitate. Nope. Because you could do the forms and the paperwork to get through. But if you're an asshole, you're not let in. We don't, the garden doesn't need any more assholes. It's filled and saturated with them. We need people of the light and of the right vibration to go in and clean house. This is what we're looking for. Warriors of the light that can go in and stake your light in the darkness. It's not about fighting. It's you stake your light and the darkness runs. That takes some kahunas. That takes some ovaries. That's not for everybody. All right. So, loved ones, let's take your equity wisdom temperature, please. Let's show your adequate push number. And then we can feel whether or not you are understanding this. One means (laughs) divergence. Since you've been talking, I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) Okay. Number five means, you know what? Give me the mic. I want to talk. All right. Let's hear you, please. (laughs) We got 21 people on right now. Let's have it. Well, we need one more. We need one, and they were better than yesterday. <laughs> Come on. Oh, there 61%. we go. We're, we're as good as yesterday. We know you're polling. <laughs> Don't go in the chat. We've told you this before. If you want in the garden, you know, need to know how to do a poll. Don't worry, loved ones. I don't know how to do this poll either. I know, and I'd yell at him this way too, so don't worry about it. <laughs> you... You can't even use that as an illustration. You and technology is oh, yeah, I something. I am so bad with technology, loved ones. It's, I don't know what it is. Okay. So we've got some in a level two. If you're in a level two or level three loved ones, if you put that number in, can you please put your questions into the chat on where we lost you? If this is why we're doing little checks on you right now. So that all of a sudden you're like, okay, you had me at this divergence and you lost me at that. <laughs> Like yeah. literally put it in as far as, okay, you did a good job of this or <laughs> you did a real shitty job of all of it. And most of it was Spanglish. So be it. But just put it in there, especially where we lost you. Don't just put in, yeah, I just didn't get what you guys were talking about. Yeah, give us some Thanks, sp- tips. Yeah, give like, us, give that us doesn't some- help us. If we're going to help you, put in the content. Give some specifics. Because again, like uh, today uh, and the other days here with between the audio 
uh, messages and the videos. I'm going to be able to go on Telegram during the day now and fill in a lot more blanks with your questions. I don't think it's fair that if you ask a question on Monday, you have to wait till Friday. Now, again, I know that a couple of times this week, we, we ran a little short. We finished the presentation a little early and we were able to get to questions. However, I don't think that that's still adequate. I don't think people, it's fair that you have to wait all, you know, until Friday to have your questions answered. So that's where I'll start filling the gaps on the Telegram chats during the day. Because you can talk really fast, as you can see. I'll, so I'll go, you know, I'll go grab 10 questions and just let it rip. And you will. Absolutely. The live is for that. If you have crayon questions about this, put it on the crayon. That's what he answers first right now. All right. We're going to do five maxims because we got to infuse this with some high vibrational. This is what we're replacing the shitty ass common law with. So number 11. I have to go and attend to something. Number 11, equity imputes an intent to fulfill an obligation. Please, the red version. Okay, so red version, whenever a duty rests upon an individual. Okay, what did that just mean? That means whenever we express a trust and stick it on a lawyer, that duty rests upon him. And in the absence of all evidence to the contrary, it will be presumed that he intended to do right rather than wrong. That's suggesting that we can expect the lawyer is going to try to do a good job. He's not going to try to screw us. Da, 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 da. Why? Because the judges are watching everything. And don't get me wrong, loved ones. I've seen judges get unglued with lawyers. I've seen court clerks refusing lawyers' paperwork at the counter. So they don't have a, a super easy, slick time as well, loved ones. They don't. The lawyers get put through the meat grinder as well. It's not just us, believe it or not. So to act conscientiously rather than in bad faith. Again, there you go for the lawyer to actually perform properly, to perform his duty rather than to violate it. You know why? Because breach of trust, one of the initial problems that we're always going to run into with someone not doing the job they're supposed to do, guess what? The more serious versions of breach of trust, 14 years in jail for them. The, the opening jail term is five years for breach of trust. It just gets really significantly bad for them very quickly. So once we express the trust on these people, that's why they do not want to breach trust, which is why a lot of times we don't get answers back from these people because they don't know what we know. They don't know what our next move is. They don't know if we're just trying to set them up for a burn. Again, like if Dean had his way, all the lawyers would already be gone. Half of the police would be gone. All their heads would be gone. Most judges would be gone. I'm thinking all the politicians would be done. So again, now this is why Dean was a little bit ahead of his time and he was a little bit too pissed off. Again, we talked about that the other day. I know we know he came with the right intent and to change the world and that we all know that stuff's all great. But again, we're a little bit more calm right now. We're a little bit more reserved. We're a little bit more civil. We're a little bit more here seeking equity, not just chopping heads off. And equity has an intelligence, loved ones. It's meant for men and women who want to reside within a 5d energy field so what equity is saying is that if you want to be within this family within this garden that if you're responsible to do something do it and do it well and if you don't equity will enforce it so this is suggesting beautiful once we start the ball rolling once we get our intentions started that is enough meat and potatoes for equity to swoop in and save our ass and say, yeah, okay, we see enough. We can take over from here. Sit down, big guy. We got it. Equity, the judges, 
the jurisprudence, all the maxims are now going to start to work for you. And trust me, loved ones, when I say those 20 maxims, they're capable of some pretty heavy lifting. And number 11 protects both parties here, loved ones. Oh, absolutely. Look at that. So it basically, if you're responsible to do something for someone and you don't, there's consequences. Big ones. Whereas someone is supposed to do something for you and they don't, there's consequences. Is that not fair? Is that not just simple as it should be? Number 12, equity will take jurisdiction to avoid a multiplicity of suits. Say that five times fast. <laughs> but it's very simple once we break it down, but we'll do the red version quick, please. Okay, so where a court of equity has all the parties involved in a particular case or matter before the court today, all the rights of the parties connected with this particular suit can be all dealt with right now, right here, kind of quickly to avoid coming, you coming back in a month and say, whoops, your honor, I forgot about this. And then you come back in six months. Oh shit. I forgot about that too. Ah, uh, 18 months later, shit. Uh, right. Equity's like, no, 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 no. We actually experienced this when we were uh, doing our court case and we had to, you know, because of everything going on, everything's done over the phone. And so we got to listen to these court cases and you could tell some guys were just like cracking a beer, like not even taking it seriously. And they came completely unprepared there. You know, the, um, the one lawyer would have everything all prepared and the other guy would like, yeah, I'm um, sorry, your honor. I didn't really get the message. I was supposed to be in court. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the third um, T box right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was just an, insult yeah it actually really is and waste of time yeah and they and you know the system complains about how the system is being overloaded and they don't have enough judges to hear all these matters this is why and the judge she, says oh i'll give you another 21 days or two weeks to get yeah, your paperwork see, together it's just bullshit now this is why Stop chief it. this is why chief justice john roberts of the united states several years ago comes forward publicly and says this i am clearing a path down the entire middle of the court system to make room for new cases who do you think he's talking about right there? He's talking about the loved ones with priority. He's going to push all the public bullshit right out of the way. And as soon as you start bringing your equitable claims, he's going to allow you front row seats. As they should. Right now kind of time. You know, All living, step forward. It takes lawyers almost two years to get their motions before the Supreme Court of the United States of America. We've had people doing equity get it done in less than a week. And on weekends and at night. Or early in the morning, like we had. Big difference. Before court B even started. Big difference when you got priority. Huge. Okay. So what does that mean? Equity will take jurisdiction to avoid a multiplicity of suits. Crayon version is when parties of a similar subject, like us, hint, hint, we come together. And instead of doing cases independently or separately, we join them all together and go, your honor. This is like a class proceeding on the legal side. Class proceeding. But equity has its own little ver version or variation of it. Can we do this? Absolutely. Have we done this? Yep. <laughs> okay. So this is, is where the judge can look at the whole situation and deal with it all in one shot. Does a judge want to do it 50 times or once? especially when the administrators are all in place for this. Okay. All right. So let's go into number 13. Equity follows the law. We get a lot of confusion when 
you know, people are trying to understand, well, how is equity following the law? It's supposed to follow its own set of laws. But please explain the red version of that, please. Okay, so this is saying that equity attempts to follow the law's principles, even though there are no laws governing its own decisions, which is kind of a bit of a mouthful of garbly goop. But this is what it's saying. Equity is the grand poobah. Equity is the big brother over here. It doesn't really get involved in the common law unless it absolutely has to. If there is such a complete injustice going on, then the judge can use his or her discretion and dribble in some equitable relief if they need to. Case in point, that old lady that walked into court and said, Your Honor, due to my frailty, my poverty, my old age, I am just simply unable to make the mortgage payment. Judge rips the mortgage up in court. That would not be allowed in the common law. No effing way. That's called a hole. A Swiss cheese in the common law. Why would the judge have the power to do that now all of a sudden? Well, there you go. That's a judge exercising equitable relief. Because equity prevails unless there is a law already in place, loved ones. Now, again, a lot of these laws are not going to serve our best interests. So we could blow right through that last part of that statement. So just imagine a, a piece of Swiss cheese. Okay, the law is the part where it's solid. The holes are where equity needs to catch. And it doesn't fully catch to make it even. There's a little bit of a, a droop. So that it's still unfair. Because again, why should it be fair in the land of the dead? Why should our rules or hell be fun? So to, to clean this one up, really equity does not follow the law <laughs> no not at all equity literally follows the law just to clean up the mess it makes and if a loved one happens to poke their head out of the sand and say hey i'm ready to not act in person again boom equity is right there to help that individual where the common law would have failed him or her every day of the week so the piece of cheese is supposed to be completely flat no holes Supposed to be a piece of cheddar and we got a piece of Swiss. <laughs> oh, I like that one. And the only reason we have Swiss cheese instead of cheddar cheese where it's solid is because we're acting in persons. We signed up for the holes. We signed up for the injustice, the unfairness. Number 14. This is one of our favorites. We have this on our messages on our phones, loved ones. The first thing we say this, equity will not aid a volunteer. Why is that important? This has to be probably, I'm going to say, in the top two for most powerful, if not the most important one. Why? Because it's the one that the bad guys used against us. Memorize this one, level. Primarily. Again, at 16 years old, we volunteer to sign that friggin' social insurance number application. I've showed pictures of the Canadian version of that application. Right in the middle of that application, it says participation is voluntary. Boom. Once you sign that thing, you're done. Equity goes, I can no longer help you. That's why this particular maxim, again, it, it's probably, this is our number one go-to. This is going to be the one that gets our ass out of the sling 99% of the time. Well, I don't know the answer to that, Your Honor, but all I know is that I'm not going to volunteer it because it might be used against me. Huh. Do you think you, you know, the legal system says, oh, 
you you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can be used against you. Well, you know what? When you're silent on the legal side, it doesn't matter because you're already guilty. So you might as well start chirping something. You might as well start talking some maxims. You might as well start laying some equitable defenses down. Even though the courts can't hear it, it's still going to be on the record. And then you can use that record later in a court of equity to say, hey, Your Honor, I know you didn't hear those those defenses the other day. And I'm not going to volunteer to act in person ever again. So when we agree to sign up for the game by signing up for the SIN number, enter player here, we're signing up for Satan's game. And equity, which is Jesus, God, your higher power, whatever you want to say, cannot help you. That's why we're trying to really help our loved ones who say, Jesus is going to save me. Yeah, I've got to sit on my ass. He's going to come down from heaven. He's going to pick me up. He's going to bring me into the kingdom. Oh, loved ones, give your head a shake. He can't even help you. You walked into Egypt. You're serving another God. You made yourself a God. He's like, I came and I saved your ass once. You got to get out of Egypt before I can even help you, before I can even hear you. And here's the thing. Because Moses led us out that other time, there's no one here going to lead us out this time. It's up to each and every one of us to do it for ourselves. They've done it multiple times. You see how the punishment kind of follows here? If we got let out and then we wanted to go right back, well, now to get out the third time or the second time is going to be harder. It's going to be with less help. And you better do a lot more work than before. Yoke's going to be a little heavier. Which explains a lot that's going on right now. Ever heard of that expression? You made your bed? Now lie in it? Literally. So number, the last one, number 15, where equities are equal, the law will prevail. What do you mean? Okay. So where equities are equal, that could mean where this party and this party are equal because they're both acting in person. (laughs) They've got no equities, right? They're equal. The law prevails, right? Common law takes over. What else could that be? Person versus person. Person versus person. No one's entitled to nothing. You're all sinners. You're all dead things. And life really sucks balls. We're all going a lot of nowhere. Everyone leaves unhappy. Remember, they've actually had an expression where a good judgment is every party leaves unhappy. They've trained us that, okay, well, both parties aren't happy. Okay, well, it's pretty just. It was pretty fair because both of us are pissed off. Right. And and again, that's How just. How about if both leave happy? Imagine that. Yeah, not happening on the legal side. It's just bizarre. I mean, the, the, the programming, the more we get into this, is ridiculous. So let's crayon this. This is saying if there's two parties in equity, okay, two private individuals, and they have a dispute between the two of them, the first in time wins. What does that mean? The first in time. We've heard about this with Australia being the first in time. We've heard about this with land titles. So do you want to explain that, please? Whenever our interests are recorded or registered, whenever it gets a timestamp, boom. And believe it or not, loved ones, land titles deals right to the second. Every time you submit paperwork to land titles or your county recorder's office or whatever they call it in England, the documents get stamped they get a barcode and it's the date the minutes the hour and the seconds so that if a competing interest is registered one second after yours guess who wins you do priority speaks 
That's why getting off of our asses and getting this shit done, the sooner the better, is going to benefit the whole program here, loved ones. Okay. Multitasking here. Excellent. Let's take your equity wisdom temperature again, please, loved ones. <laughs> we want more than 13 out of 21. Are you kidding me? We have more competent loved ones than that. Please show your competency. Do not put it in the chat. It will be recorded. All right. But whoa, look at this. We got a good solid four out of five loved ones. Well done. Excellent. We're proud of you. You guys are doing great. Again, we know this is thick. We know this is heavy. It's and this is it's the a lot. And this is the beautiful thing about the recordings, loved ones. I know if I had my way, I'd be speaking three times faster than I am right now. Because I know you have the ability to go back and watch these again. Hit pause, write that shit down, rewind it, hit pause. Da, 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 da. I had to do that for years. So at least this time I'm giving you the nuts and bolts and all the other loved ones that are helping with us right now. We're actually way farther ahead than we ever have been. All right. Are you ready, loved ones? Deep breath. Here we go. We're going to talk about the form. Okay. Now I have to just share this. Hold on one sec here. Okay. So again, I'm just going to start talking about this. This is going to be posted up so you guys can screenshot this, download this, do whatever the hell you want to do with it. But this is going to be the nuts and bolts of where we're, our affidavits are going. Now, again, you'll see how I, at the top of this, I've just got this thing labeled as an affidavit. Well, you know what? We can embellish on that. This could be an affidavit of notice. This could be an affidavit of truth and reconciliation. This could be an affidavit of not acting in person anymore. This could be an affidavit of that. We have some options here. So an affidavit is basically, this is how I've come to understand it. It's basically telling the judge, here's the scoop. This is the story. Okay. This is what happened. It's kind of you laying out the happenings of things. Yeah. Okay. So this is going to be done in a menu format. They want us to talk a lot about facts. They don't want our opinion. They don't want our emotions. They don't care about that shit at all. They don't care about the fact that you're losing sleep at night because they might come take your house in a week. Because do dead people have emotions? No. Do Frankensteins get their feelings hurt? They don't care. So keep it out, loved ones. So at the beginning here again, now again, I just whipped this up today. Stay here. I haven't tweaked this yet. So at the very top here where we got sworn or affirmed, I'm literally going to put a red line through sworn. We're not doing sworn. Affirm, good enough. We can deal with that. Oh, make oath and say. Ah, we... So you're going to type this, but you're going to cross it out. Is yes. What you're make oath. We know making oaths is kind of bad. So how about we change that to, I promise to tell the truth. We have the ability to change this shit. Again, this is a generic affidavit that I tweaked out of British Columbia, Canada. So this is going to be good across the Commonwealth. Don't get me wrong, but we got to just adjust it slightly for your area, which we're going to do our best to help you accommodate all this. So moving on, this thing gets pretty technical, pretty quick. This is going to say, I, Darren, my middle names, and then my surname in brackets. I've removed the surname a little bit. It's still here. You can see it. But uh, it's kind of confined. It's not quite in the, in the same capacity as it used to be. What does in S mean? That should actually be in italics. In S is the opposite of in poses or P-O-S-S-E. Pose, maybe in Latin. I don't even know how to spell it. But what does P-O-S-S-E? What is that the root word of? Possession. So this is saying I'm not in possession. This is saying I'm, I'm an S. That means I'm actually really existing. 
I'm not acting in person. That's what that word means right there. Do a little Googling on that one if you want. Here and after the SESTA KV. SETA KV. Now, for the loved ones out there who have been around the block 25 times, this is a general forgiving sort of a document. If you have certain things you want to stick into certain places instead of what I got here, knock yourself out. But all I'm suggesting here is this is today's effort. I'm going to suggest by the end of tomorrow morning, this is going to look slightly different. But I'm sharing you with this you now so that you have the rough idea as to where we're going with this. So I don't know how Kim is uh, presenting this to you so that you can have all four images and you guys can snap this as we go. Okay, so this is in the handout. Yeah, it's part of the handout. Okay, awesome. So I don't really need to go over a, a whole lot in detail here. What I want to do is just let you guys chew on this over the weekend. There's a lot of meat and potatoes here, lots to the point where you're going to you're going to read one paragraph and that'll be you for the next 4 hours trying to figure out what the hell I'm talking about. Moving on. What this is technically doing is that I'm establishing or I'm appointing new trustees right here. We have the power to do this. We can do it through a private appointment or we can do it through the courts. We got both options. So when you set up the private appointment properly, these are like the little love bombs that the lawyers are going to open up and go, surprise, this is a trust. And you've been named that you've been duly appointed as the trustee. Tag. Tag, you're it. And man, watching you run around is kind of funny now. Who's the boss now? So duly appoints here at the bottom of this here and by private appointment. So in the black space here, we have her name. We have her first name, and then we have her surname. If you want to put her surname in all caps right there, that's okay. If you want to put her name normal styled right there, that's okay. But all you got to do is get that lawyer's name. Because we're duly appointing them as express trustees. They are party B. So what's the subject of this thing so far? Well, we're talking about personal property, getting converted into a personal estate, getting converted into a personal trust, and then we're appointing personal representatives. Well, that's a pretty good subject line. That covers a lot of ground right there. Now we're going to talk about what the property really is. We're not just talking about land. Real estate, break that word down. Again, it's not just a house with a bunch of trees and a nice picnic table. Nope. Deep in your imagination. So what is the personal property? That is a chattel instrument. The personal property is the birth certificate. Chattel instrument. And again, they actually derived the word chattel from cattle, livestock, human resources. This all has agricultural terms attached to it at the end of the day. It's kind of funny when you do enough digging on it. But we go on to say the grantee respecting her personal estate is now subject to a trust. Oh, that's devastating for them. And it is in possession of the whole legal title, right? And we're in possession of the beneficial interest. These are two different interests. When we each have both interests, one of them has to go. And the one that has to go is the legal dirty title back to the lawyer. Let him have that one. We want the beautiful, clean, equitable interest, equitable title. Da, 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 da. So I'm going to just speed this up here a little bit. Uh, so again, coming as grantee, again, as I mentioned the other day, that's a very important one right there. That tells them that, yes, you did have that whole title. 
you did come with the power to split it down the middle and transfer the stuff you don't want to the new trustees. So this is a very important part here, loved ones, where, you know, we're talking about the dominion and we're talking about doctrines of merger. This is all dynamite stuff. And when these things are held in the same individual, you, me, the settlor, party A, gratuitously transfers a portion of the property to party B. Now, again, remember, the lawyer here is party B. A, as in you and I, we retain the beneficial interest. Good stuff so far. Moving forward. All right, loved ones. We know we've already fed you a huge fire hose already. Like Darren said, we gave you a little taster on this. This is page one of four. I'm looking at all your faces and you're giving the deer in the headlight looks, <laughs> which means you need a crayon version of this. So, and we will do that for sure. Okay. But again, yeah, I had to give you the red, like the red meat and potatoes version first, and then we're going to work down from there. So for any of you that, again, that have been around the block and you got some skills, you're going to start to recognize an energy flow here. You're going to start to say, oh, yeah, like I said at the beginning of this presentation, I see what's going on here, how he's moving interests around, how he's capturing certain elements, how he's trusting things, how he's adding valuable consideration. This document, I think it's 14 points long. So we're looking at number two. So like I said, take the weekend here, loved ones. Tomorrow's question and answer. Even if you have questions tonight slash tomorrow, Try to get them to us as fast as you can. So we probably could incorporate some of those questions in tomorrow's answers. I know it's already going to be stacked. I know there's probably already 250 questions lined up, but we'll see what we can do. Yes. So and we'll Sorry, make sure you put question before your question. We cannot stress this enough. Otherwise, we may miss it. There, there's so much chat, loved ones. Within at two hours, we were over 100 chats behind. So if you have a question, we have our queens that are scanning the energy all the time and looking for specific questions. This is such a meaty um, and complex document. That's why we can drop it. There's so much to it. You can, you have lots here to wrap your te yeah. teeth around and Darren will, I can see him more than likely putting out a little one hour blurb as far as the red version of this. Well, I'm going to talk the shit out of this tomorrow. Just watch. And here's the, here's my favorite part. Not on crayon because this isn't crayon. Oh, well, we have crayon okay, questions that are going to fill Okay, up. so number one here. Just let me talk about this one right at the end of number one. To A for life, to B in fee simple. A is vested in possession with a life estate. B is vested in interest with the remainder, the fee simple. What? That's gold. When you, go when you finally understand what that's talking about, that's straight up lawyer talk. But when you understand what just transferred and what just moved, you're going to do a little dance. But we got to back up the bus a little so we don't lose you. We can, I can feel us losing you here. All right, loved ones. Thank you very much for coming out. It was wonderful to have you. We went a little bit, well, we didn't really quite go over. We, uh, we mentioned we were going to be a bit, little bit longer with these classes. So again, if you have questions, put them in the chat, make it clear, make it legible. So it's nice and easy for us to get to Q&A for tomorrow. And we will see you then. Bye, loved ones. All right.